Yeah. So you didn't even mention That's the word date. If you're really, if you're really trying to stay in that feminine energy or whatever you're doing, just, you know, just say that out there. Uh, you know, to be honest, I don't usually like to talk too much before a meeting and leave it at that and see what they say. Let them put the pieces of the puzzle together. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Finding Mr. Hyde, the podcast. I'm Allie, back with my co-host, Erica, on a very rainy day in New York City. Eh, I'm fortunate, but I actually like it. Cool down. Let me cool down a little bit. That is very, very true. (laughs) Yes, very true. So apologies. I'm going to say this up front. I can hear the rain. You mentioned that you cannot through your headphones, but if any of the listeners hear anything, the rain is pretty loud on my roof. That's all right. What can you do? What can you um, do? I actually slept great last night, though. That's I, amazing. Uh, I I did too, actually. Funny, both of us. What, well, what sunset like CBD product did you use, Allie? <laughs> <laughs> you know it's going to be the sleep gummies. I love the sleep gummies. They're elderberry flavored. They're so good. It feels like a little little bit of candy right before I go to bed. Absolutely delicious. Yeah, I had um, a brutal, brutal travel day yesterday, and I was like, I cannot wait to take some of the CBD, calm myself down a little bit, because, you know, you just feel tense, like sitting in traffic and your shoulders yep. just so tense on the wheel. Uh, yeah, I mean, I just, I needed it to knock out. I'm back in New York doing late shows. I, I love it so much. I did the drops this time. I needed something a little stronger. Yeah, I, I love it. I know a lot of our listeners have loved it. I actually got a question in my AMA this week about how I sleep so well when I'm traveling, and CBD is a major way that I do that. So if you want to try it out, go to sunsetlakecbd.com. You can use our code FMH2020 for 20% off everything on the site, and you can use that code over and over again. Yeah, especially if you have pets. They have stuff for pets. So if you have pets that get kind of antsy and thunderstorms, rain, give them a little uh, CBD. Help calm them down. Yeah. SunsetLakeCBD.com. So I've talked a little bit on the pod about how I've been trying to extend my damp January into into future months. And I have really been enjoying recess mocktails as a way to have what feels like a fancy drink at home, but without the alcohol. Yeah. And also, it's nice to have something in your fridge that just has a little bit of flavor. Totally. And they're they're delicious. They're made with real fruit, sweetened with agave, and again, 0% alcohol. So just a nice, nice little flavorful drink. That is a little little play on our favorites here. They got a bunch of great flavors. My personal favorite is the Recess Watermelon Mojito. I actually like to garnish it like it's a actual cocktail. Like I put it in a coupe glass, feeling all fancy, garnish it with a little sprig of mint. It is delicious. And my favorite is the Recess Ginger Lime Mule. I'm a ginger gal. And what I love also, not too sweet. Perfect amount of just a little little sweet treat. They're absolutely delicious, and you can get 15% off recess mocktails now at takearecess.com slash FMH, so you can enjoy your favorite cocktails without the consequences. Oh, so we had a little fun weekend. We did. It's so fun having you back in the city. I know. It feels really good to be back, where um, I'm not going to lie, part of me was like, did I make the right move? It's kind of, I feel like a little New York excitement being back. Well, maybe that's kind of nice. You can like come visit, have the excitement, like not get burned out on it and then kind of like go back and forth. Yeah. I'm like, I'm saying that, you know, day three. (laughs) Right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Let's let's see see what happens on day 65. Yeah. Uh, But uh, we continued uh, the in real life challenge. We We did. So correct me if I'm wrong. Hot 
single guy volleyball? Is that exactly what it's called? Hot dudes beach volleyball. No, no single. Okay. Excuse me. It was just, yeah. Well, what we discovered is, is that there were, so there were hot dudes beach volleyball is a tournament that I'd never heard of before, but has apparently been going on in New York for several years. And I had a couple friends playing in it. We went, there were wristbands intended for single people and taken people. Most of the people turned out to be taken, which is, I guess, why they don't call it hot single dudes. (laughs) We're rebranding it next year. Uh, single men only. Uh, it's, yes, it's uh, everybody. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yes. So we went into a, a deep dive on the whole event on the Patreon. If you want to hear uh, all the dirty deets, you can go there. But definitely committed to my to my in real life challenge. I've now that was two for September already, and we're not even that far into September. So I'm feeling good. Look at you changing your life. <laughs> turning my life around i will i really will say that it's becoming easier and easier to go to these things and go to new stuff and talk to new people the more i do it which like makes sense it's obvious but like i'm actually surprised at how much easier it's getting yeah i mean you're at a base level more anxious than me in personality so for you to say that i do think is actually huge yeah it's great and it's also like I'm just, I'm finding more opportunities the more that I'm keeping it top of mind, which again makes sense. But like the more that I'm telling people that I want to go to more in-person stuff, the more that I'm like, just have my my radar open for things, the more that opportunities are presenting themselves. So I already have two things booked for October. Oh, really? What are they? Yeah. So I'm going to do, one is going to be speed dating. I got um, a speed dating invite for a 30s and 40s event. Oh, I love that. Yeah. So it's with a company that I've never tried before. So TBD on how the event is, but we shall see. Um, And then also it's another, it's, I think it technically is a singles event. It's a mixer that I got invited to by a friend that I met at camp and it's like early October and it's at like a social club in the city that I guess somebody is a member at and they're throwing a mixer. Okay. I love it. Look at you. Yeah. So I do need one more for September still because the other beach volleyball tournament that I had mentioned previously got, well, it still went on, but it was raining. So it didn't make sense to go spectate. Yeah. Eh, You know, got to pick and choose. Exactly. Yeah. I'm like, do I really want to be at this beach volleyball tournament out on Long Island in the rain? Probably not. Yeah. I mean, um, didn't you have run club? Didn't you? Yes. That's my, that was my first one. So I did run club and then, oh, I haven't talked about run club yet. So I went to Run Club. It's a couple people were asking which one it was. It's called Cool Down in Manhattan. They do it. I think they do it both on the east side and the west side. They kind of alternate. This one was on the west side. It was very fun. My friend from camp goes every week. And then after, I mean, the idea with Run Clubs is it's like a social club, right? So you like go on the run. I walked and ran, actually. I did some running. Oh, okay. Yeah, which was great. My hips felt okay. That's the reason that I don't run is because my hips hurt. Um, so did a little bit of running and then we all went to the standard beer garden afterwards and I had a great time. There weren't, she was, I think it's because it was so hot. She was like, oh, there's not as many people as there usually are. And so yeah, it does. It was like insanely hot out. I would not have wanted to be going on like a legit (laughs) run. Um, but it was great and talked to a couple people. And I definitely want to go again, but I also want to look into run clubs in Brooklyn. And I know they exist, but I specifically want to find ones that are open to walkers because I know there are some that are like more serious. 
Yeah, or you could cheat with your own Google Map route or something. <laughs> to be like, oh, I totally ran. I was just very fast. You didn't see me. Yeah. I'm sure you could find an app for that. Turn a run club to a walk club. <laughs> Routing system, NYC. You basically. Someone invented. Yeah. Yeah. Help me out. Um, but it was really fun. And so I definitely like want to do that kind of stuff. It like reminds me of how I really like sporting groups, like, you know, mm-hmm. the volleyball team that I play on or, but like previously I've done kickball, flag football, softball. Like I like doing something active and then like socializing afterwards. That That's very much like a, a happy place for me. Yeah. Maybe you'll, I mean, uh, I don't know if you have the time to do this, but I feel like someone should start a walk club because it also is like, I can talk during the walk. Yep. Who can talk when they run? You know? Some people I get that you and they were after, but you know. Yeah, there were there were people there were people talking and running, and I was like, couldn't be me. Um, but it was fun. It was very fun. So that was activity one. Then we did the hot dudes beach volleyball. That was activity two. And so I need a third activity for September. But I've got time. I've got like three weeks, so I'm not worried about it. Yeah. I'm very excited. I'm very yeah. excited. I challenge you to this. <laughs> I <laughs> Uh, I've got to complete okay. any of my challenge, by the way. I was going to say, what's yeah, what's the what's the update on your end? Um, well, I've been on Hinge. I have a couple combos going. Um, one specifically, uh, shout out to Jared Freed. Uh, I feel like we spoke this into manifestation a little bit of I love it. Write things on your profile to turn people off, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I have my weird eating system, and this man matched with me, and he also had an interesting opener into matching with me because apparently I sent him a like in March. Mm. So I got a notification, uh, someone matched with you, which means you sent the like first. Right. So I was like, oh, let me see who this is. Opened it, and he immediately messaged and said, sorry I'm late. I thought I found someone I should be dating. Such an interesting way of phrasing it. Like, did he meet you, you don't like, like it. I on. thought it was funny. It's like, he, it just sounded like he, like, met someone he thought was good on paper. I don't know. It's, just, it's like an odd, it's not not funny. It's just like an odd way of phrasing it to me. I think what I liked about it is it showed he was on the apps, found someone he was interested in, and then was like, let me see where this goes. And didn't it at all kind of feel this like, oh, let me, you know, keep sparks in the fire? I don't know. That's very true. Yeah. But I just I just thought it was a funny way to open it. Maybe it's just because I've never had one like that before. <laughs> that Because I honestly wouldn't have even noticed that I sent the like in March had he not said that. I was actually wondering... If you would have, because it's happened to me before where I realize that 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 has happened, but later, because it's not like, I just assume it was one of the ones I just sent out. Like I would right. never I think, didn't... oh, this was from six months ago. Yeah. I wouldn't know the difference. So, but I appreciated it. He likes my little eating system. Turns out we have the same eating system, which Love I was like, it. what? kind of weird. Yeah. I screenshotted it to my brother and sister and I was like, did I find my soulmate? And they were like, no joke though. I think you might've. <laughs> So what's so, the what's the where's the conversation at now? Are you date planning? Uh, we were messaging, and then I I made the move to just say, "What do you have going on this week?" Because I'm in town. Love it. So, like to make it happen. Uh, maybe I could squeeze in two dates this week, but I feel good if I get one on the books. So absolutely. I um I actually had kind of a setup fail happen. Oh, so a friend of mine, um, she was hanging out with her boyfriend and her boyfriend's sister. Okay. And she was talking about like, oh, my friend Erica just moved to LA. So the sister said, oh, I know a really great guy that lives out there. How is she finding dating? 
And my friend said, honestly, she feels like she's not having luck on the apps. Like things are very slow. Yeah. You know, she's kind of kind of over it. And then the sister says, oh, this guy's like, same thing. Very over it. He's been in LA a long time. Also feels like the apps, nothing is happening. And really like wants a relationship. Oh, we love that. So, right. So I got a text from my friend. She's like, hey, turns out there's this guy. Um, I can find his Instagram, send you pictures. Would you want me to try to set you up? I was like, yeah, sure. Why not? Right? Absolutely. Yeah. So she sends me it. She's like, give me pictures to send him. I'm like, cool. It gets exchanged. Um, Of course, it's like through the sister. So there's technically two people working on this setup. Okay. Your friend and then her boyfriend's sister. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I say yes. And she's like, he says yes. I'll give him your number because she and then she goes, I'm not sure at this part. I said, give him my number. Tell him, reach out to me if he wants to go out. Yes. Love that. And so he's so, seen your pictures too, right? Like in, in the same yes. yes, like all that. Amazing. So, you know, this is a while ago. That's so why I didn't bring it up yet. I didn't hear anything. And I followed up and was like, hey, just so you know, because my friend was like, look, I'm a little nosy. I want to know like some updates. I was like, <laughs> yeah, you know, I'll let you know when we go out. And I just followed up and said, Hey, um, just so you know, he didn't like reach out to me yet. I was like, not saying you need to follow up, but just that's my update. That's the only update yeah. I have. I never heard. Anything. And how long it had it been since since the since the last you heard he was getting your number? I think it was like a week and a half. Oh wow. Okay. That I was like, all right. Well, here's my update. No update. Yeah. No update. <laughs> you know. And well, yeah, because also I had his number, so I think I partly was like. You told him to text me, right? Like, he's not waiting on my text. Confirming, yeah, confirming the, the, the logistics. Yeah. yeah, you know. So then my friend goes, yeah. Um, so turns out, I didn't know. Um, he is having some baby mama drama and currently lives with the baby mama at the moment. Oh. And I was like, oh, a detail... That was not shared. Very large detail that was not shared. Yeah. And then I was like, um, when did you find this out? And she said, she said, honestly, she said, I found it out after we did the setup situation. Cause she's like, I don't know the guy very well. And yeah. all the girl was saying was he's such a great guy. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying he's not a great guy, by the way. No, yeah, of course. Yeah. And I still would have went out with him if he had a kid, but yeah. living with the mother of the kid, and on top of it, drama going on is just a, a little too messy for me where I'm like, I, I would wait till that's figured out. That's a lot. Also, regardless of whether you would have still gone out with him if he has a kid, that is a lot. That's a big piece of biographical information. Yeah. Which I don't blame know. my friend at all. And I even oh, told no, she her didn't like, know. she didn't know. Yeah. And I even told her if he reaches out to me, like, and I'm in LA. I would still go on the date with him because I understand how this all happened. Yes. And also like, hey, if he really is this great guy, who knows? You know, but I was saying to her like, hey, I would have made sure I didn't make you look bad either. Right, right, right. Because, you know, I don't know how close he is to the sister, you know, and she's probably sitting there like, but he's so great. It's like, once you say yes, I'm like, I feel like that's very hard to take back, right? Yeah. I mean, unless something like egregious happens. Yeah. Just, you know. Also, I was kind of being like, I really appreciate the setup. So, like, don't let this, don't let you yeah, turn please, you off from setting me please up. Please continue to set me up. Thank you. Yeah, I, I appreciate you looking out. She doesn't even live in LA. She lives in DC. So I'm like, <laughs> shout out to you 
somehow hooking me up from DC, you know? So anyway, but um, we haven't gone out. I haven't heard anything. So to be determined. Um, I don't know if any of that got back to him. I don't think so. I was very like, yeah, just let it. What is it? What's the saying? Oh, God, I'm terrible at fucking saying. Throw it what to the birds. <laughs> no, I was going to say the one. What is it? Oh, no, this might be bad. What is it? Let sleeping lions lie. Is that what it is? Let sleeping dogs lie. Okay, dogs. Yep. Yeah. All right. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, just... I, I don't, Let I don't sleeping late, late. lions lie. Definitely do that also. <laughs> yeah. I would assume don't wake up a lion, you know? Don't wake up a lion. Um, <laughs> anyway, yeah, we'll, we'll just go with throw it to the birds. Um, <laughs> my saying I made up that now works for everything. So I'll let the, let it the does lions work in, in It the... does work in this scenario. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway, uh, appreciate the setup. Any other friends listening want to set me up? Uh, yeah, I'm open-minded. I'll do it. All right. Anyway, that's my update. <laughs> Amazing. Um, so I haven't been on my date that I mentioned last week yet. It is on Tuesday. Um, but we've still been like talking, texting in a, you know, an appropriate amount, which I love. And I was reminded actually in an AMA recently that I have forgotten to call guys Kirks. Oh, really? I forgot. Yeah, I forgot that, that was a thing. So this Kirk I'm going out with. Um, and then I also have another date in the works for the following week, a guy who's traveling currently um, and is coming. But like he like basically was like, we had a little bit of back and forth. Nice. He does do the question stacking thing, which I what don't do love mean? on a dating app, like where they'll ask like three, like you're basically having three conversations at the same time where they'll uh, ask you like, yeah completely unrelated questions and so i've been he started that immediately and then i have just been answering one less question than he's asked consistently until we got back to just one thing (laughs) (laughs) i was gonna say this feels like a close friend move because i've had this with friends yeah where they're literally replying to the message because we are having Yes. two conversations like you're making plans and then also you're being like and then he said <laughs> yeah but like what time do you want to meet up yeah, yeah. Exa- exactly exactly like still good like, for tuesday oh and then this motherfucker <laughs> like, yes which is to me just high level of friendship right there but yeah 100 100 a best friend conversation not a dating app conversation because no. we're having like a how do you like the neighborhood you live in in brooklyn also at the same time what tv shows are you watching lately also oh, at the same wow. time like where's the last place you traveled like, just, it's too much. You can d- reply directly, right? In Bumble? Like, you can yes. in iMessage? I almost would be and like, that- let's go with this one first and just eliminate the rest, man. That is what he's been doing. He's been replying, but then I just will, like, not reply to one. And I'll just be like, we're just going to have, now we're going to just have two conversations. And okay, now yeah. we're going to eliminate one of those and we're just going to have one. Um, and so then we, like, had a little bit of back and forth, a couple days. And then he said, you know, I'm traveling for work this week, but I'd love to meet up when I get back. What does your schedule look like like week after next? So that was the last thing he said I wrote back this morning. Um, so should also have a date for next week. That's well. great. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. So in addition to my, you know, haven't had any dates come out of my in-person uh, adventures, but do have some uh, some dating app stuff. So I feel like now people are back from Labor Day weekend. We're heading into the fall. If dating apps don't ramp up, I just don't know what I'll do. Uh, this okay, has well, to be the time. I've had several friends actually say to me, dude, my dating apps are popping right now. 
Makes sense. And I was like, I think it's just the post-Labor Day, post-Labor Day rush, you know? Cuffing season is upon us. The post-Labor Day sale, everybody. Everything must go. Yeah. (laughs) Everything must go before Thanksgiving. Yes. Seriously. (laughs) Seriously. So, uh, so yeah, so that's, that's, those are my updates. Got to figure out that last September event, but feeling good about it. Yeah, we'll figure it out. We'll get one. Yeah, I think so. Listen up, guys. If you haven't heard yet, we're coming to the DC Comedy Loft for another live podcast Thursday, March 21st. Get your tickets. We are, I think, over halfway sold out already. Well over halfway sold out. So get your tickets if you want to come experience some magic live. We want to meet you. We want to talk to you. We're going to have so much fun. And it's also Allie's birthday that week. It is my birthday that week, so and my mom might be there. I'm excited. You can go to findingmrhyde.com slash live to find an easy link, also in our bios, to get those tickets. And we are going to have an after party afterwards where we can really meet and greet, talk to everybody somewhere in the area. Yeah. So make sure you come. DC Comedy Loft, Thursday, March 21st. And if you want to check out some stand-up, I'm going to be there all weekend. So Friday and that Saturday, I'll be doing stand-up shows. Start swiping on Hinge. Bring a date. Have a good time. and. You'll, you can come and meet Allie's mom, which we still have some spots left on our Portugal trip. And a little update on that. A few of you reached out to us about, hey, I want to come either, unfortunately, I don't have my mom anymore, or I want to come with my aunt. I want to come with my sister. I just want to come with a friend. The trip is officially open to anybody that would like to come, as long as you don't mind. Half the trip being moms and daughter combos. Everybody's excited to come. Doesn't matter. You are welcome to join. Travel with us. It's going to be so, so fun. You can also check that out at findingmrhight.com slash podcast. If you have any questions about it, feel free to reach out. We're happy to answer anything. We're just so excited to be there with our moms and with you. Yep. Next October, October 4th through 10th. Check it out. Come travel with us too. I mean, I'm ready to get to questions if you are. Yeah, let's get to listener questions. We are doing a grab bag episode this week. So thank you to everybody who submitted questions. Um, If you want to, by the way, I've gotten a couple messages of... You know, how do we, how do I submit questions? Follow along on our stories because that's where we post if we're like soliciting questions about a particular episode topic. If you, if we know we're going to record about something, we post about it in our story. So follow along there. Yeah. And for longer questions, we have um, findingmrheight.com slash podcast. You can yes. submit both questions, story time, suggestions for guests. Um, please, happy to have it. Absolutely. This one came up recently on the Patreon. We had a, we had a listener ask something similar to this. How does being sexually exclusive work if you're still dating other people? I mean, the technical definition is you are only sleeping with one of them. Yes. But personally, I prefer when I hit the sex point to not be seeing other people. Like Like not going on any new dates. Yeah, because for me exclusivity is relationship. Like I no Mm. longer play this game and I've done this before. What this person is asking, I absolutely have done this. Um, It's just something in dating more seriously. I don't anymore. It's advice I really like from Bella Gandhi because she highly encourages you to date around. Don't commit to anything too soon. Right. But Mm -hmm. she says be sexually exclusive because I think that is where things get complicated, especially if you are a monogamous person. Personally, when I hit the point I want to sleep with someone that I've been seeing, I naturally just don't have the interest in dating other people. Uh, at the same time, I don't think it's wrong if you do so. Yeah, yeah. I, I think 
this is definitely a step for some people. Mm-hmm. I also don't love the step for me. It feels like, and what I mean about what I mean by that is like I don't love it as like a communicated step. Not to say that I always wait until I'm exclusive with someone to have yeah. sex with them because I I mostly don't to be honest. But I, I have also struggled with that where I'm like, how do we have a defined enough conversation that we're not sleeping with other people? But like, how do we draw a line that is defined enough about how far we're going? Because does that mean that you, obviously that means you could go on other dates. Well, maybe not obviously, but like it probably does. Mm -hmm. Are you making out with these people? Are you going to second base, third base? Like where are we drawing this line? And like, it feels really difficult for me to have a defined enough conversation about that without like defining any of the rest of the relationship. You could do it. It's definitely possible. Mm -hmm. I just think it's really tricky. And if you want to, like you said, go for it. But I just think for me, it has felt like if I'm going to do that, if I don't want to sleep with other people or I don't want to even like entertain the possibility that that might might happen, I probably want to be in a relationship with this person. Yeah, that's what I'm saying on the exclusivity part in general. Yeah. It, I would absolutely just talk to them. Or I feel like maybe a medium of this, which I guess I've technically done this, right? You're dating someone, you start sleeping with them. A lot of times I will just be going on other dates to not, quote, put all my eggs in one basket and mm-hmm. get myself too hyper-focused. Um, I'm not sleeping with these other people. But then if someone came into the picture that I continually also was going on dates with and then felt it going that direction... I absolutely would then just have a conversation with the person I previously had some exclusivity talk and just say, hey, listen, um, I have gone on other dates. There's someone else I've been hitting it off with. Where do you see this going? Like, do you want to be in a relationship? Do you want to keep your options open? Like, I think I want to explore this option with this other person. But to me, I would take it as a sign of like, probably ending the other thing. And at a certain point, you hit that sexually exclusive and it doesn't turn into relationship. It's like, okay, it, I, I don't think it ever will. And I know that sounds mean, but it's I've hard. just kind of yet to see it happen, you know? <laughs> like, that's kind of a hard truth, but yeah. Yeah, I think I think it's just like a really muddy step for me. And like like we said, if you, if you want to make it a step for you, absolutely. Also, of course, the like caveat to all of this is like, have safe, safe sex, everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think, yeah, that's, that's been hard for me. And so that's why I've kind of eliminated that step or like tried to. Yeah. And no shame if you're someone that can be sleeping and dating with multiple people and it's fine for you, then it works for you. You know, just personally, it has not worked for me. So same. Okay. So this is an interesting one due to our title of the pod. How important is height versus personality? We'll throw that to you, Allie. Personality is way more important. I mean, it doesn't mean that like height isn't a factor, but like I'm certainly not going to date someone I don't like. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just because they're tall. He's six four. He's six four, but he sucks. Yeah, he's six four, but he never speaks. Like he's six four, but he like you know says offensive things to my friends. Like no, like that. Yeah. The the. The first qualifying factor is I like them as a human. Like that's the first right. qualifying factor. And then there are like all of these other things that I, that I you know, either like look for or prefer. Like I do prefer to date somebody who's my height or taller. Mm-hmm. And I think that's, that's true 
a lot, a lot of women who date men. I just happen to be on the taller end of those women. So the the guys that are my height or taller are much smaller, yours too. Um, but the first factor is I like them. I like to hang out with them. Yeah. I mean, absolutely. Personality is always the most important. That's also the thing that is forever, you know? <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. That's what you're going to have every day in your relationship with somebody. Um, obviously, I've said on the pod before, I don't, I've used type filters before. I'll use them sometimes, but I, you know, last couple guys I cried over were shorter than me. So, you know, <laughs> I feel like this question I don't even qualify to answer because I don't feel like I have a hard height filter. Um, I'm curious, what do you, do you do your app six one and up? Yeah. How would you feel lowering it to six feet? Even though we know a lot of men lie about the six foot. But what so about I have before, you know, I have before. And what I encountered was, because I don't mind dating somebody, I have dated people who are shorter than me. Like the yeah. dentist that I talk about, he was shorter than me. Like I have, absolutely. And I met him in person. So like it was just, mm-hmm. you know, I actually everybody that I've dated who is shorter than me, I met in person. But um, that makes sense because personality shining through. Absolutely. Absolutely. The thing that I used to encounter when I either wasn't using, because there have been times in my 20s when I didn't use height filters at all. Mm-hmm. Or when I was using an app like Tinder that didn't have height at the time. You still can't filter on height, but now they it's on your profile now. The thing that I encountered that made me go back to using a height filter, and it is at 6'1 currently, is that I was getting judged and like shamed for my height by men who showed up on the date and are shorter than me, but like either didn't realize they were going to be mm. or were lying about their height or like deluding themselves perhaps. Yeah. And would like yell at me for lying about mine. Be like, no, you must be six one. I'm not. I mean I've had you're that. five. I've had 10. that even openly dating shorter. They're like, are you sure you're not six two? Yeah. I'm like, um, I'm I'm very sure of my height. And so I just had so many negative experiences showing up to a date where like I was fine with our height difference, but it was very clear that he was not. And oftentimes he would verbalize that to me in a way that made me feel really bad about myself. I get that. Cause I've had that before. This is old information in terms of my own dating life. Like that I have, I've been doing this since I entered my thirties. So maybe now that I'm older and I'm dating older men who are perhaps more confident in who they are and less likely to go off on somebody because mm-hmm. they think they're taller than advertised. Maybe, maybe it wouldn't be as much of a problem, but it was just, it's one of the things that made me hate dating in my twenties is men who, who made me feel shitty for being tall. I get that because, so two things, there actually was a question on you up recently. I listened to that Hmm. was about a man who lied, who was like five, eight and said he was six, one. Ah. That's crazy drastic. But a point they made was this is someone on the apps. That's just playing the apps to have the most options possible. Mm-hmm. Not really someone who's looking for something more serious, probably. Probably, right. Yeah. So to your if point, if they are, of, they're doing oh, it wrong. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but <laughs> but to your point of men that are older, I think you're right. Where I'm like, I think they would be one more, you know, confident in themselves, and two, know more what they're looking for, and probably also if they have done that in the past, learn a lesson a little bit, mm-hmm. right? Because uh, I'm not going to lie, this is something I've thought about giving you a challenge about, making you change your height filter on the apps. But I was like, I mean, not that you have to do any challenge, I say, but right. it comes up on the pod enough that I was like, maybe, you know, maybe see now, I'm later open. I'm open to six feet. 
like, and I have done that before, actually. I have, mm-hmm. I have like played with that because one of the things that's really interesting, it's very clear how many men are rounding up to six feet because there are a disproportionate number of six foot exactly men mm-hmm. than oh, could yeah. possibly exist. Well, that's what I like about Bumble. If you pay to see the people, you can play with the filters and it will make the pool of likes smaller and make it easier to sift through. So I would do that when I had it. I'd be like, yep. let me start at the tallest man and just inch by inch. And the jump from six one to six feet was Huge. like a thousand people. Like, Something insane. Should I do it? Should I do it right now and see do how many? Right now. How many? Here's the difference. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think so mine right? was, we live in a city. I think mine was genuinely a thousand, and that is not me bragging about likes. It's just to point out. Yes, there are probably plenty of men rounding up. For sure. So I went through my likes this morning right before we recorded. So I don't have any right now. So we're going to see how many, however many pop in. Okay. 350. (laughs) It actually says 350 plus. Huge jump. This is also, it's like all time. So this could also be when I, like these might not be in New York City, but it does say nearby 250 plus. So at least 250 people plus. That are here in New York. Yeah. Maybe I'll go through I think, these later. I looked up a stat not long ago, of, just out of curiosity, like how many men are six feet and taller? And it's only like 14%. Oh, yeah. Like it's really the small. The male population. Yeah. I think just in the US is the stat. Um, so maybe we'll travel to a different country. But you know, <laughs> uh, it's just, it's interesting because I, I see both sides of it. Because obviously I'm also a tall woman and I felt the same thing. Something I've done in the past, especially when it was just Tinder and there was no height, mm-hmm. I think I made a comment when we were making plans for the date of a cute way to let them know I am tall in case they like yeah. missed it and didn't right. read. <laughs> or I said something of like, you know, if they say, let's get a drink. I'd be like, well, if you really like tall women, then we should. You know, I just like slipping yeah. in. And if they came back with, wait, how tall? Okay, clearly this matters. That's or you're worried I will be taller than you. Yeah. So yeah. that's a movie. Right. That it'd be funny if you, if they were like, oh, because I if they're in their head, they're like, shit, I lied about my height. So what if she's taller than me? Well, yes, that might be it, you know? Yeah. Or they're like, because I I mean, I don't even bring it up, and I will have some guys still on apps be like, so you really 5'11? And I'm like, yeah. Why dude, would I lie about that? Because they lie. That's why. <laughs> but yeah, but like the, do some critical thinking about why you lie. Yeah. It doesn't make sense for me to do the same thing. (laughs) There's only so much we could do, you know? There's only so much. I know. Yeah. The minute I said, let's do some critical thinking, I realized my mistake. Okay. Um, Talking to a recent divorcee, he says he's ready to date, but I'm not sure. Would love your thoughts. I'm confused. Is she not sure if she's ready to date or she's not sure if she would date a divorcee? It sounds like she's not sure if he's ready. He says he is. She's not sure... It, it basically, f- phrased another way, how do I make sure this guy's actually ready to date, have, being recently divorced? I mean, there's no way any of us can know this with any man. Yeah, you don't. Ever. You don't. You just have you to see how they act. Like, the only thing you're going to lose is some time. Yeah. You know? It, this is one of those, you're already looking with protective lenses, like, I don't want to get hurt again lenses. And it's like, go on, a, go on one date with the man. You know? It's one date. He asked you out. You're clearly into him enough to be considering it. Go on the one date. And then if he's flaky, he can't make plans, he's jerking you around, then you're done. That's it. But like the wasted time of one date, 
we yeah, all can even a few with. dates like even if it like because it might take a little bit longer to like right. get into some stuff I, I totally agree like you you won't be sure like at this point you can all you can do is trust him at face value and then like you said observe yeah except except if he said something like i'm not sure if i'm ready to date but i would like to go out well oh, 100 believe that let me know when you're ready but you know Yes, but if he's saying he's ready, something that you can, if you want to, like, get an in-person gauge, ask him about the divorce. And, or, like, maybe not the divorce, but, you know, say, oh, you, I mean, you mentioned you're ready to date. Like, can you tell me more about that or whatever? Gauge how he talks about his ex, about the divorce, about the situation. Like, you can then kind of get your own in-person gauge on, like, do you think there's any anger there? Do you think there's, like, resentment? You know, whatever. Yeah. It's still not going to be a sure thing, though. Yeah, because you could just picking up on nerves from this person. I don't know how long they mm-hmm. were married, but they might just be like, oh, wow, I haven't been on a first date in so many years. I'm a little nervous. Yeah. And that doesn't mean, quote, not ready. Just like, yeah, they're going to be a little nervous. They're going to be a little rusty, you know, which I don't think yeah. is a bad thing. No, I don't think so. I did date a divorced guy. We call him the divorce dude. It was before the pod. Um, and in, he ended up not being ready. And it was fine. I mean, we don't, we didn't date for that long. So I wasn't like that upset about it, but it was one of the things where like, he said he was, I didn't pick up on any, you know, little red flag situations Mm -hmm. about how he talked about his ex, anything like that. And, but it, when we started to get, it was started, it was when we started to get into the point where we would have had DTR type conversations. Like we'd been dating like a month, month and a half kind of thing. That's when it then started to, I think, pick up for him and where he was like, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was going to say, we also have the flip side of this question all the time of women saying, how do I know I'm ready? Go on yeah, a date. You, you don't. Go out. You know? Yeah. <laughs> we're all, it's we're hard. All figuring it out, you know? Truth. Uh, when do you start sharing locations with someone you're in a relationship with? So I guess first question, have you ever done this with somebody you're dating? No. But I'm not opposed to it. I share my location with a lot of my friends, and I think it's very fun. Um, I'm not opposed to it. I haven't. But I don't think it's like, at least for me, I don't think it's like after this amount of time. I think it's like, if that's something that you want to do and you both want to do it, then whenever. Yeah. uh, I've never done this with someone I was dating, but granted, I haven't dated someone for like years and years. Uh, I share with friends, too. Um, and it's usually from a safety standpoint, honestly. Yeah. Um, I guess my question to the person that submitted is, you know, what is the motivation behind wanting to share? Is it Mm, convenience? Is it extra security? You know, I don't know your background or their background. Like, you know, I've had friends that have had like cheating situations and then this is something they want going forward in relationships. Yeah. Um, I feel like a lot of times people do this partly out of convenience when you're dating someone. Like instead of texting you, hey, are you at work? I can just look. I could look. Um, I don't know. Maybe that's how you bring it up. Or from a safety standpoint? I don't know. I I agree with you where it's like, if this is important to you, absolutely do it and suggest it. But um, I don't know. I guess whenever you feel ready. But like if this person is not your boyfriend, I don't think you have a right to ask for this. That's weird. I, I wouldn't want to be sharing my location with somebody that I wasn't in a relationship with and was not like that, that I was going on dates with like a romantic situation that I was not in a relationship with that we don't mm-hmm. need each other's location. 
That's weird. Right. Like Snapchat, it naturally has your little location thing if you have it on, right? Oh, and I I've, Snapchat. And I've known people when in those early stages of dating and out of anxiety, they're checking this location thing Oof. and checking. I don't know if you could see this anymore. You could see like people's best friends on Snap, like who they snap the most. Oh, interesting. But that all comes from like a cheating anxiety. And also still to those people, I was like, but he's not your boyfriend. Like he can be going on a date with somebody else. There has been no conversation here. So that's why I'm like, she said in a relationship, right? Yes. In a relationship. Okay. never mind. Then this is, but this is just a PSA for everybody else listening. Then if you're like, "Uh, you know, like you got to be honest, like, where's this coming from? Is this coming from an anxiety of like, is he seeing other people still like be an adult and have that conversation? Yes. The sharing the location. 100%. If you want to, great. I mean, yeah, if you want I think to it's fine. It yeah. It's also nice for convenience with friends of like, if we're all meeting up somewhere and my friend lives further away than I do from the place, I'll be like, okay, cool. She left. I'm going to leave. Okay. Yeah. You can do it for that too. Yeah. Uh, I guess this more, I think, posed the question, right? What if you bring this up? You want this with someone you're in a relationship with. Mm-hmm. And they immediately are defensive. Like, why do you need my location? I think it depends on I think it depends on how they say that. Like how de- how defensive or are they just asking? Because I do I have friends who are like not into that. Yeah. And and they're just like a little more private or they're like, you know, what like they're not into that at all. And they probably I I think are probably like that in relationships too. Like I don't think they also would want that. They just would feel uncomfortable that somebody wants to keep tabs on their relationship or on their location even if that's not the motivation. So I think it would depend on how he responds. If he's like super cagey all of a sudden and like Mm -hmm. a panicked animal that's been trapped, that would probably be like, "Woo! why is he so upset about this? But if he's just like, "Uh, I'm not really into that. Nobody has my location, da, 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 da. Then like, I don't think I would think it was as big of a deal. I think it's all in the reaction. Yeah. I think this is where it gets a little tricky because like if someone asked, can I look through your phone? Even if I'm not, I'm not doing anything shady, I'm still like, no, like that's yeah, my like privacy, that's an of privacy. Yeah. And, and, and a feeling of you don't trust me. And why don't you trust me? I've done nothing right. to be untrusted. And I think there's a lot of people that would see the location as kind of the same thing. Like, why mm, do you feel yeah. the need to track me? So yeah. I, I personally don't feel it's like grounds for breaking up. If you want to no, share a location and either. the other person doesn't, I agree with you. Obviously it always depends on the reaction. Um, but I get, I totally get why someone would say, eh, like, why do you need to track me? Like, now it feels yeah. like it's distrust. So I appreciate this question because I feel like it is uh, not a very clear-cut answer, to be honest. No. Okay. What is the best way to tell partnered people that you don't want their dating advice? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> uh, boy. Um <laughs> I mean, our last episode, I was like, tell them to set you up with someone and um, they have nobody. <laughs> so shut up. Uh, that's a great. Honestly, I used your advice when somebody asked me, I forget what the even question was in my AMA. Oh, they were like, I miss your, I miss your get ready with me is for dates. And mm. I was like, do you have anyone you would like me to, you would like to set me up with? Because I will <laughs> gladly, I would love to go on a date. Yeah. I'd love to make another video for you. Yes. I too miss getting ready for dates. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, man. Um, yeah, I feel like that's one way to go where you just go, yeah, you know, I feel like I've tried everything. So if you know anyone, great. Set me up. I think another way 
I don't know how you feel about this. Sometimes I think I would just lie and be like, yeah, I'm taking a break from dating right now. Yeah. So they just don't ask you about it? Wait, yeah. Because it's like the advice is coming in to take action of some right. kind, right? To change your behavior some way. So I'd just be like, yeah, you know what? I'm not on the apps. I'm not like really trying. I'm taking a little break. But I would still add in. But if you meet someone you think is great, yeah, Let feel me free know. to set me up. I'd be happy to do that. And maybe maybe go that route. Just go, I'm just doing setups right now. And get I that love that. Be quiet. <laughs> I also, I have used a similar approach. This is actually something that I've said to family members in the past. I've said something along the lines of like, dating's just like getting me a little down right now. And it's not something I really want to talk about. That's also fair. So like, it's not, because I think what's, what can be tough is like, I assume that this person is trying to approach us in a way that's not going to offend this person to be like, you're in a relationship. You don't fucking know what you're talking about. Leave me alone. Like they don't want to mm-hmm. say that. Yeah. No. And it to be also to be fair. Place. Yeah. I also, I don't think that's true that people in relationships don't know what they're talking about full yeah. stop, but like you're trying to say something in a kind way. And so I think a good way to do it, similar to what you said is to not make it about them specifically or about their advice specifically. And just generally be like, eh, dating just like, isn't something I want to talk about right now. Yeah. And then you just add, I just don't have much going on either to talk about. Yeah. I'm like, eh, I just like, don't, it's like making me feel it's help. It's been helpful for me to like put my feelings into it to be like, yeah, like dating, like talking about dating is just making me feel really down lately. And like, I just, yeah. so I just don't want to. And they're like, exactly. oh, I don't know. I don't want to make you feel down. Okay. But you have to say, I don't want to talk about it. Cause when you go, oh, dating's got me down. People want to comfort. No. Okay. Like, no. Oh and no. I, what is it? You're like, duh, this is worse than the advice actually. And Just- I don't want to talk about it. Yeah. That part is very important. <laughs> yeah. I'm just not in the mood right now. Yeah. It, uh, it's harder for me when, when I have said that before. Cause they're like, you literally talk about it all the time. Well, I mean, to uh, to be honest, I'm not opposed. I just don't feel like most people would do this. But I personally would not really have a problem with being like, listen, honestly, it's, you know, you're in a relationship. It's it's Mm -hmm. kind of frustrating for me to get advice from you who's like done with this, especially like if they're married. I'm like, yeah, yeah, you kind of beat the game. So your advice, just to be honest, like. It just makes me kind of feel worse that I'm single. Yeah, you can yeah be vulnerable in a se- in a second and be like yeah like it I, I do get I do feel well, even if bad it's not true sometimes. that's what I'm saying you could just be like, absolutely you know, I'm so jealous of you you know what I mean like you make it in this weird flattering way that's like you beat the game baby like you know I know you're trying to help but yeah to be honest it's like a little depressing for me to hear you be like this is what you need to do this is what I do that worked you're like okay yes yeah, I've like- had enough you know all right I'll throw this one to you. Uh, how do you get over the anxiety of a first date outside of a group? Outside of a group. It Sorry, sounds I'm like they. The outside of the group. It sounds like they're young. They have yet to do like one-on-one dates, and they're having oh, anxiety okay. about it. No, that makes sense. I try to turn my anxiety into excitement for first dates because, so for me, if I think about like why I get anxious about things in general, not just dating, I get anxious about things that where I can't control the outcome. And that outcome is like really important. So I'm like nervous, anxious about how something's going to go, how something's going to turn out. This is not, like I said, this is not just dating. How something's going to end up and like how that thing ends up really matters to me. And therefore, if it ends up 
in a way that's not ideal, like that's going to suck. And I get anxious about like, wow, that it's really going to suck if this doesn't go the way that I want it to. Like a work presentation, whatever. I get anxious about those sometimes. So what helped me is to make the outcome of a first date not matter as much. So like continue to remind myself that like first dates don't matter, that like this is a stranger or maybe maybe it's not, but like this is a this is just a few hours with somebody and if you don't want to spend more hours with them or if they don't want to spend more hours with you, like that doesn't matter. It's not a game changer for you. It's not going to ruin your week. It's just like it's just going to be a few hours that you spent and that has helped me with my anxiety because it makes me less nervous about what's going to happen because even if it goes poorly, quote unquote poorly, it like doesn't really matter in the grand scheme of things. And it takes a while to reinforce that for yourself, but it helped me. Yeah. I mean, I would even say like minimum time of a date is an hour, you know, like of actually being on it and talking to somebody. Like if it's the talking to a new person that gives you anxiety, um, maybe just have a few kind of exit lines to wrap it up on deck yeah might make you feel a little more comfortable if you're just like okay i think my you know social battery my anxiety battery like whatever it is i've hit the point i'm like okay i I need to figure out a smooth way to wrap this up and not end up on that like marathon date i think that can be a lot Mm -hmm. if you're already feeling anxious um but uh yeah i mean i try to focus on with dates like do i like them you know and that often doesn't make me have any anxiety about it but i yeah like you're the i know i'm not a highly anxious situation. person so <laughs> yeah, yeah but the other thing is that you mentioned that you reminded me that you can also set an out for yourself before you even go on the date if you are anxious about like oh my god what if i'm not having a good time how will i get out of there like you can go into every first date that you have telling the person that you have dinner plans after or that you you know whatever it is after so that you have a very defined amount of time that you know you're going to be there yeah, the, the easiest thing is you have to get up early for something. Yeah, and like let them know that in advance. And by the way, if you are having a good time, you can always just not do that. Yeah, that's why I was like, have, have a few lines that you can wrap, you know? Yeah. I'm um, having so much fun, but uh, I am feeling a little tired and I got to get up early tomorrow, you know? Uh, yeah. Do you mind if we kind of wrap this up? Like, I, I am having a great time. You just have to compliment sandwich it you know yes reiterate that for sure how do you nicely say you're not interested in a guy after two dates being brief but also nice um i'm assuming they reached out to go out with you again in this scenario um i I would assume so yes i would assume so yeah you don't need to do this if you did not hear from this person (laughs) is my first um i guess disclaimer i mean my thing is short and sweet of hey i had a great time to be honest, I, I think you just go compliment up top. Hey, I had a really great time getting to know you uh, upon, you know, thinking about our conversations. I don't think we're a match. You know, thanks again. Like, best of luck. Nice little wrap up. Very clear, very short. And the middle part is kind of up to you. I've, I think I've also said, like, to be honest, I wasn't feeling a romantic connection. You know, but and then I usually try to call back. Something from the date. Hope you have a great time on that trip. Mm -hmm. Hope, you know, you have fun visiting your family. Whatever. Something they talked about. Like, oh, thanks. and But thanks for the tip about blah, blah, blah. Or the TV show. I'll check it out. Like, whatever. Call back. I usually go the route of the, I just wasn't feeling a romantic connection. Because... 
to me, that has felt the most clear of something that they can't dispute. Like if I've said, you yeah. know, oh, I'm just not sure that we're a match, et cetera, like that that could invite like further conversation. But saying like, I don't feel a romantic connection, like you're, especially if you're a woman who dates men, they're like, oh, oh this, this woman is never going to be into me romantically. That's it. You know? And I think that like that makes it clearer because what you don't want to do is open up a conversation about it. I mean, I've had, I've had men still reply and try to continue it regardless of what I say. But I yeah, very, always tell everyone, true. like, no, once you send the no thank you, essentially rejection text, and they follow up with questions and they want more, you don't have to answer those. I'm like, no. You do you not owe somebody done. an explanation for no. Mm-mm. No. You don't owe someone an explanation at all. Well, you did. You said, I wasn't feeling it. Best of luck. And then they're like, but why? Why weren't you feeling it? No, there's just don't answer that. Don't answer it. It's not worth it. All right. Last one here. How to get out of the chatting in Bumble phase and get a guy to just ask you out already. I have a couple I have a couple lines for this. And for the record, I'm I'm not above asking people out myself. But if you're in a spot where you don't want to do that, I like to mention a date. So, like if somebody asks me a question of like, "Oh, how was your weekend?" or "How was that thing you went to?" or whatever, Options include things like, oh, it was awesome. It's more of an in-person story though. Or you can say even like reference a date in it and say like, it was really great. I'd love to tell you about it over drinks or like, I'd love to tell you about it on a date. And so you are putting yourself out there to mention that you'd like to go on a date, but you're still letting them actually ask you while giving them zero chance of rejection. Like you're saying like, if you ask me out, I will say yes. There is zero chance that you're getting rejected here so go forth yeah i like that just mentioning a date and something like in person would be better um or like uh i don't know if you want to say something like hopefully we can talk in person like it's an it's a tricky thing because i feel like this person doesn't even want to be like let's do it over drinks right and again i'm not above that obviously but I think a combo of what you said, and, and I liked the advice that um, Jared gave last week. That was like, give them the tools. Say, it's been great talking to you. Would love to, you know, meet sometime. Give them your number or just leave it at that through the app and see if they make the plan. Yeah. Because I don't, I don't fully see it as asking a guy out if you're like, we should do this over drinks. Because then if you leave it to them to get it together for the plan... Well, then that is still them doing the work and doing the effort. So, yeah, absolutely. And I, I don't think there's going to be an answer to this question that's you doing absolutely nothing. Like there's there's just like not going to be a way, like there's no like telepathic way to do this, right? Like you're going to have to do something. Yeah. You either need to have patience. In this situation. Um, yeah. Have patience or I guess another line you could say is just, to be honest, I don't like to talk on the apps too much before meeting. Yeah. So you didn't even mention That's the word date. Too. If you're really if you're really trying to stay in that feminine energy or whatever you're doing, just you know, just say that out there. Uh, you know, to be honest, I don't usually like to talk too much before a meeting. And leave it at that and see what they say. Let them put the pieces of the puzzle together, you know? Absolutely. Agreed. But yeah. Well, this was fun though. Thank you everyone for submitting. Great questions, everybody, and we will see you next week. Till next time.
Bye. Bye.